Elizabeth. No, Elizabeth. No, Elizabeth, don't. <laughs> this is Left Unsupervised with Elizabeth Morales, your comedic host that's done it all. Actress, writer, director, producer, headdresser, bartender, beauty pitch, and organizer, rock and roll, PR expert, talent coordinator, bookkeeper, hostess, makeup artist, wife, mother, and general badass. Now listen as she interviews all of her favorite celebrities, doctors, and entrepreneurs that she's met along the way. This week, Elizabeth is left unsupervised with her guest, Nicola Graham. Welcome. So good to have you back again. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So um, you'll have to excuse me. I'm just um, a little parched. Yes. Our uh, our new warm ups are, are are quite invigorating. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. <laughs> <laughs> so, girl, yes. here we are again. We're here again. This is so much fun. I know. I'm really excited. Me too. I've been having a blast. It's so much fun. I'm yes. That's all I have to say as well. I mean, we've had some great guests. Yeah. But I swear, when I do the show with you, we just like we die. We we crack we crack up. Absolutely. It's just like going to the playground. Yeah, it is. Yes. <laughs> so how was your week? It was good. It was a really good week. Things have been busy, which I love. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Pretty good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but. I lie. Um, well, you know, Mike had a little bit of a surgery. Yeah. And uh, men are really weird when they, when they have like, you know, I've been cut open. Yeah. Had a baby. Yeah. Was walking the same day. Had my C-section. I was in pain, but I was walking. And uh, I don't know. Men just turn. I hope he doesn't hear this, but they turn into four-year-olds. They're little babies. It's like they get a sneeze. Girl. Yeah. Well, he, he did have a surgery. Yeah, that's it's fair. Yeah. It, it, you know, yeah. it was a sinus. Like, they like stick oh. this balloon up your nose. And he was out for like 45 minutes. But he woke up and I guess in a lot of pain and yeah, it's and it's a, right there on your face too, so it probably is intense. You can't not think about it. Yeah. Well, sometimes I tell you, I don't know, man. Like I don't know how I do it. To be honest, like I feel like women sometimes get like screwed because I'm trying to build a business. Yeah. I'm a mom. Yeah. I'm a pet owner. I'm a wife. Yeah. So I'm always like. Between letting the dogs out, feeding them, working on the show, it's just like sometimes I feel like. It's like you're everybody. Yeah, and men get to go to work nine to five. Yeah. And they come home and they're done. And they're done. I was, it was funny, I was doing a crossword puzzle the other day because I'm a geek. And um, <laughs> one of the things was like the, the ultimate home, basically something or whatever. And the answer was super mom. And it's like that was the answer on New York Times crossword puzzle was super mom. The because hey. they even recognize that like the person that juggles all of the balls is the mom of the home. But I mean, that's true. But do you feel that that's changing at all? Or are you you're expected to do all of that plus then your own creative endeavors? No, I still think that women that stay at home that don't have like a nine to five. Yeah. Even when you're building your own career, like, you know, I don't have like a corporate job. I used to, but right. I don't have a corporate job, but I'm still working 
every day on Ugh, the show. And I, I pretty much work on the show from the moment I wake up. Yeah. You know, because social media is an, an, an animal on its it own. Is. And then till like sometimes I'm laying in bed at 12 o'clock at night still like working. And probably also thinking about it all day long too. It's like, even if you have the post up, it's like, well, then I got the next one. It's like, I know for Mike's surgery, you were like, I'm taking a few days, quote unquote off. Yeah. And that was like, you had to do so much work to, to take that time off to take care of somebody else so that you could come back and then continue on Yeah. with your around the clock. Well, and then, you know, being dyslexic, uh, we talked about this a little bit, <laughs> you know, uh, I will post something and then I'll be like, fuck, I checked spell. <laughs> checked it I had a proofreader and you know yeah. sometimes when we talked about it my, yeah. my tweets are uh I'm dyslexic I gave I Elizabeth a loving note I was like sometimes your tweets are spelled wrong <laughs> <laughs> because I'm such like an anal person You're a stickler on that. For that, right? I am a stickler for that and I was like just so you know and like it, of course spell check wouldn't check it because it's a right word it's just sometimes in context it's you not know, right it's well not I right. even have grammar i have yeah. aiden and i have mike and yeah. i think they just check out so it's like then okay, i'm yeah. like fuck should i take it down and i'm like ah, eh. i'm owning it i'm dyslexic that's it you're owning it <laughs> who cares it can just be like you could even have like a disclaimer at the bottom like all tweets <laughs> are from dyslexic universe i bet you all the <laughs> dyslexic dyslexic. get it yeah exactly <laughs> totally or also people who don't care you know and there's also auto everything nowadays so it's like i still can't like i have have auto everything yeah and still yeah I need you that's what I need I yes. need to go hey Nikki Nicola look at this you'll have auto me. Nicola yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> especially because you are like misprecise I am I'm detail oriented yeah you yes. are so I want to talk a little bit about like you know Nicola I know so much about you but yeah. I never even know like how did you come to Los Angeles Ugh. remember we talked uh, a while back yeah. on the show that we need to kind of talk about like how we got here. I'm sure we all have we have the LA story. Well, I'm sure everybody has a freaking crazy ass story of how I they got like here. I feel like they do some way because I do feel like it calls certain people, but also how it calls and why it calls, I think is so interesting. And some come and stay and some get out of here, but I still think the some fact get chewed that people, up. yeah, chewed up, spit out. Yeah. Um, but also probably find their person or find the job or find that home was where they were belonged anyway, you know? Yeah. You know, everybody comes out here too. Like I thought, oh, uh, you know, psh, by the time <laughs> I'm 30, I'm going to be like working with Eva Longoria and I'm going to be her older sister. Yes. And I just had all these visions of what I was going to be doing. And then you come out here and you're like, okay, well, <sighs> I need a waitressing job, a hostess job. And then I'll go out on auditions. I got class. I got headshots. It's like a laundry list of, of money going out. And right? the waitering job is harder to get than the acting job sometimes. <laughs> but you need the waiter. Like for real, like you had, I remember when I went to get waitressing jobs in the beginning I was just turning in resumes and like I'm a solid like I was a computer programmer professional like I got shit down and I know how to be a very professional person and then I saw people were turning in resumes with pictures on them and I'm like that what? like so they were having headshots on their waitressing resumes and I was like that's so brilliant and so I started putting my picture on my on my waitressing resume. And I had four resumes. I had like a business one. I had a waitressing one. I had an acting one. I had like, like a producer one. It's so interesting. All the different hats you sort of have to wear, especially right when you first come in and know nothing. 
Well, and then you get kind of jaded because you know I you know I put I've put ads out on like Craigslist yeah. or whatever trade magazines looking for you know this or that or editor this and that you know uh, before I had Tiffany yes I had like I was putting out stuff for editors you know and they were sending me and I'm like send me a reel and they would send me headshots. And I'm like, oh my God. Uh, you're like, you're an automatic no. <laughs> yeah. Because also, why do you have a headshot? What are you looking for? Yeah. As an so, editor, we don't need that. No. So it's kind of crazy. It's really funny. So what brought you out here? So uh, it's so interesting. Um, I So I was a computer consultant. I graduated with uh, two degrees, one in finance and one in computers. Oh, and, wow. Yeah, my dad said I had to get a marketable skill. So I was like, screw you, I'm going to get two. <laughs> so, <laughs> overachiever. Overachiever. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah. So I did that, and I got, so it was with Anderson Consulting at the time, which turned into Accenture. So it was this huge company that was it, just amazing and had, you know, worldwide offices. And I was staffed the entire time. I worked for them for a year and a half. And the economy was not doing well, but I, I was staffed at really amazing jobs and I was being groomed to be. This is when e-commerce was first starting. B2B businesses were just starting to oh be created. And I was uh, in content management. So basically like looking, like literally making the systems talk to each other by so one person basically editing I was kind of doing the auto Nicola in a way because it's like what content to make content from two different platforms talk to each other was basically oh my God. what I was helping to do and they didn't have a Beauty lot of and brains, Nicola. <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> but they didn't have women in that field and so I was being super groomed by this team and was succeeding and doing great and it was such a cushy job I had like a corporate apartment in Houston when I worked there for six months, nine months in a corporate apartment in Tulsa. So it's like I was being flown in and out every week. I had my own car. It was amazing. And it was so much fun in the business world, which was not the world. I, my, my soul was like sort of slowly dying. Um, and so as the economy wasn't doing very well, Accenture sort of knows that their people like to travel or have children or go back to school or do things. So they offered this program, this furlough program of like six months, nine months or 12 months that they were offering to a very, very, very tiny select group of people um, to sort of let go of some of their staff, keep them on the payroll for like 10% of their salary, but not have this big weight of uh, some people that they didn't necessarily have staffed at that time. So I don't know how I qualified because I was staffed. I was making them so much money. I was literally at the cutting edge of the field in that regard. Oh, my God. Somehow I qualified. Well, that's why you can rock a spreadsheet. Oh, I love (laughs) She has a love affair. Oh, and PowerPoint. But spreadsheets, Excel is my lady. (laughs) She's my bitch. I love her so much. I love it. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, anytime, I'm like, we we could make a spreadsheet out of that. I'm like, (laughs) it's like, Nikki, just go get some milk. (laughs) Sorry, I I just had to say that. Thank you. (laughs) I didn't mean to interrupt you. (laughs) It's so funny. So anyway, so I always knew I wanted to act, like even though I didn't in college because I kind of wasn't allowed to. Right. And, you know, I sort of did lightly in high school. And as a kid growing up, I always wanted to act and I always wanted to live in L.A. And my sister lived here for like a couple years and I had come to visit her. And I don't know, there was just something calling me about it. And I will say there's no way I could have gone had it not been these exact 
events because my dad, my mom had just passed away the year before and my dad, um, and needing his daughter sort of around him. Right. That support. Exactly. And, um, and he's very business oriented. And so I remember planting the seed and I was like, well, I kind of got this program and they're offering me 12 months to be furloughed. And he's like, well, I just I don't see how you can say no and like because I got his permission because my mom Aww. wasn't around to be honest to you I'm not sure I would have left Texas had mom still been right. alive and because I was still getting my salary and I saved a shit ton of money because I was living at home because I had corporate apartments during the week right that it was like the perfect storm it really was like the universe conspiring because there's no we had one of those elements not been there I wouldn't, I wouldn't have come. And so I was like, I'm coming for the year. And I had this roommate that I was sort of set up with, which was less than ideal. We all, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I think, it, I think that other than <sighs> Tiffany looking out, I think y y moving out here, that comes with the territory. It was, you're going to get yeah. some crazy ass roommate. And at least she was sort of a, a friend of a friend, but uh, it was tough. So we... <laughs> we lived together for that year and then it was literally like I think I was supposed to go back to work the next day or something like a year came and went and I was like well shit I think I think I'm supposed to be back in Dallas and I checked my voicemail because that's what we had at the time and I was in acting class and I was like I think I should maybe call and I had a message just like hi Nicola this is blah 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 from Accenture where are um, you <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> we're waiting for you in conference room A. <laughs> they were like, we would love to have you back because legally I'm sure they had to say that. We would love to have you back, but the economy hasn't turned around the way it sh it, we wanted it to. Oh, perfect. So you're welcome to come back or we'll offer you a three months severance package or three weeks maybe because I was only there for Anyway, I got paid to get out of town and I got paid to stay out of town. Oh my God. And it's the only way, like I'm, and so I was just like, well, I guess I'm here now. That's freaking amazing. That was almost 20 years ago. So everything was aligned. Could you imagine yourself living in Texas now? I would be a completely different person. Like I am vegan now. I was a major meat eater. I was very Catholic, wow. very Republican, very judgmental. Um, I was the complete antithesis of what I am now. I know that's like completely different yeah. than of who you are right yeah. now. Yeah, isn't that crazy? So yeah. thank you, LA. It, I'm not kidding. I thank LA every woke. day. I got woke and like <laughs> so happy. Like my soul just feels good. You know, it's like even if nothing ever quote unquote happens, which of course everything happens, we just don't know what it is. But you know, did you ever feel like um, like you didn't fit in? <sighs> I don't. I don't think I was aware enough to know that okay. I had no self-awareness okay um yeah yeah I think that's it how old were you when you came here mine was on a whim <laughs> crazy shit like okay first of all I was doing these big fashion shows I produced these big fashion shows in Florida at like Prince's Club I was on the news I was, my shows became famous there were these fashion shows how old were you? That I did. I was like 17, 18. And I was producing, creating, directing these huge shows. I also worked for Miss Miami, which I helped uh, produce uh, the show, you know. So, but I always felt like I've lived wow. everywhere. You know, you know, I've lived in Dominican Republic, Guatemala, Puerto Rico, New Jersey, Las Vegas, Miami. Like, I've lived everywhere. But I never felt like I 
completely fit in. Yeah. And so one day, uh, so my shows got really famous. And then the store, because it was for a clothing store, the store ended up, you know, closing. And uh, I moved to the beach and I started working on South Beach as a bartender. Oh my gosh. And that one night, I was one night, I was at work, and my ex-boyfriend came in. And he's like, hey, I want to introduce you to my friend Dee Dee. She's going to L.A. She's she's a singer. She's had this beautiful, like, raspy rocker chick. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I'm going to L.A. You want to drive with me? And I'm like, dude, no, I don't even know her, you know. And I didn't even think of going to L.A. So that night, um, some girl came in uh, that worked with me, and she's like, she was crying, and I'm like, what's going on? And she's like, oh, I fought with Fernando, and, he, you know, we can't live anywhere, broke up, I have nowhere to go. And I was like, hmm, do you want to sublease my apartment? I think I'm going to drive to L.A. tomorrow. What? Yes. That same night? That same night. And are so, you still around 17 at the time? I was, 18? no. By this point, I think I was like around... 20 around 20 oh my so little did i didn't know this girl and i'm you know like pretty much badgering this guy my ex like dude you're such an idiot like why would i go to you know and then that night i was like bipolar and i'm like you know actually. what actually let me try it out so i call the girl up and i'm like hey you know if you still want a part if you still want like a driving partner i'm like i'm totally down and she's like okay she shows up at my house. <laughs> the girl from the bar ends up moving in, subleasing my apartment. She shows up at my house in a 1976 Toyota Corolla oh. with a hole in the radiator and cases of oil. She's like, oh, by the way, we're going to have to put oil in the car. Like every five minutes. Every like five hours. And I was like, oh, okay. She's like, we're leaving tomorrow. Where do you pat your stuff if you got so much oil in the car? It's in the trunk. So... And what time of year is this, by the way? Is it going to be a hot drive oh, in the oil? I don't even sucker? remember. No. Okay. Well, it's always hot in Florida. So, That's true. Yeah, and humid. But she ends up spending the night so we can leave early in the morning. And she leaves all her music equipment in the car. So they smash the window to get her music equipment. We still drive like that. So we have a hole in the radiator, a smashed window that we end up, you know, using a garbage bag to... <laughs> <laughs> To cover up. But you mentioned last time you didn't have your ID. So was it in the car when they stole it? No. Okay. So we start driving. I never, like I said, I never knew this girl. We start driving. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I cut your, I cut to your. <laughs> we, we, we start driving. Halfway Texas took us, like I told you that story where Fucking I got Texas. this guy arrested because I didn't have ID, but you know. But before that, what happened was we've been driving. We're kind of like have no money. So she starts. We, so we didn't sleep anywhere. So this is like day three or whatever of driving cross country. So you're in your car or you're just constantly you're constantly driving. or Are you stopping and resting in the car in the car? Yeah. Okay. So she starts flipping out that she's got a cockroach running up her leg. And it's like three o'clock in the morning and we're like somewhere in Phoenix and I'm like, what do you mean you have a cockroach? And she's like, yeah, I just know it. And I'm like, girl, she haven't slept. She's like, no. And like, I didn't really know her. Oh, so fart. we pull over. She takes we're like, she takes everything out of the car, looking for the cockroach, looking for the cockroach. No cockroach is to be found. We put everything back. I'm like, are you sure you put everything back? Oh yeah, I put everything back. Don't worry about it. We drive. Twenty minutes later, I used to be a smoker. I'm like, I want a cigarette. I can't find my purse. And I'm like, did you 
take the purses off the roof of the car. She's like, oh, yeah. And so we start looking, couldn't find the purses. She backs up on the freeway at three o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, you're going to cast. Pull the fucking car over. I have a complete meltdown. We pull over. We're fighting. I'm thinking I'm about to rip her hair out because I didn't even know her. I was freaking out. Like that's your whole life in there. Your whole life. Like my purse. Especially when you want a cigarette my, too. You were well, like angry and <laughs> scared. Tired, angry. Mm, I had my nicking. cigarettes in yep. there. No money, no ID at this point. Because the it money her that purse I had too. Okay. Both of our purses. Okay, at least she had to go. So down. we start fighting and I felt like I was about to brawl. And then there's a coyote like Oh my god. Looking at us, like salivating. I bet. And we both look at each other and we're like, ah, we get in the car. We we drove cross country when we got to state line. So you just left, but you didn't go back for the purses, or you? Who's gonna find a purse at three o'clock in the morning in the middle of a desert in Phoenix? Oh my gosh! So we ended up pulling into L.A., uh, uh, not L.A., California state line, and the guy was like, "We don't have any money. We don't have any ID." You know, we put our little shorty shorts on because we needed gas. We had no money for gas. Like, how are we going to get from the state line to the city? So we're like, (laughs) we'll sell you a case of oil. And the guy just looked at us and he's like, welcome to California. Just fill up your tank. We finally get to our destination. Wow. Don't know the guy I'm rooming with. Don't know anything about him. Are the two of y'all are rooming with this guy or just one guy that was a friend of hers. Okay. I pull everything out of the car the day we get back. She leaves everything in the car, and I'm like, fuck that. After what happened, I pull everything Especially out of the car. Especially with the window being broke. The car got stolen the next <laughs> night after we got out of here. We didn't even have the car for one day. Oh, my gosh. That car was literally just the vehicle to get you out to California. Yeah. I never left. I got a job the next day. You, I bet you did. The next day. She, I didn't know was an alcoholic, so she would get drunk all day long. And then c- come nighttime, she would run up to the roof and say she was going to jump off. I just remember one night I went up there and I'm like, God damn it. Jump. Just, just jump. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Jump. Now. And my roommate, which I barely knew, he just looked at me. And he was like, why are you telling her that? I go, because I'm not dealing with this shit. Every-. She wasn't going to jump. It was just like an attention thing. Yeah. She never did it again. And then me and this guy became best friends. We ended up kicking her out. Oh, my. Do you do you know what happened to her? No. No. I have no the idea. The mystery of Dee Dee. The mystery of Dee Dee. She got me out of here. She served a purpose. She was your total purpose. But it's funny because I called my two best friends the day I was leaving, Tiffany's um, mom and then my girlfriend Sandra, and I was like, hey, I'm going to LA tomorrow. And they're like, okay, girl, have a great time. And then back then there wasn't any cell phones. So they end up calling each other like, I've been calling her all morning. Why isn't she answering the phone? They're like, you think she really left? No, she's she that crazy. They didn't believe you. They didn't believe me. So I call them from Texas and they're like, bitch, you really left? And I'm like, (laughs) I told you. They're like, we didn't believe you. You were, this was like overnight, overnight like that. I just was like, "Ah." that's insane. How did you end up, like, I know you got the job. How do you do that without all of the IDs and money and all of that stuff? Well, as soon as I got here, I had to like work on all of that That's you know insane. it was insane. you are a hustler girl, my friend girl yeah but i got like i was my first job was selling um stickers for the police 
some oh that's right down in your dungeon yeah down Down in in my dungeon what (laughs) complete opposite stories we have like i was literally first class flown out and you were like in the cargo van of like a mexican (laughs) with like chickens and things basically (laughs) oh my god but either way i don't think it's isn't this so interesting and we got we almost got arrested like twice. One when the guy bought us a beer, and the second time is we pulled over. Some big ass trucker pulled over because our car was overheating. Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, you girls want to come in the truck?" We're like, "Hell yeah!" You know, we get in the truck. That sounds safe. <laughs> we get in the truck. <laughs> I am surprised you're still alive today. Me too. Some of these stories, I'm just okay. Like, let me tell you, wow. I tell that to Mike. I'm like, I have a higher purpose in this because yeah. I can't believe my younger years yeah like i was crazy well the trucker we were in the truck with yep. this guy mm-hmm. like a huge semi and his you know we're, we're cooling off he brings out a cigar are. box full of drugs like pills weed cocaine probably heroin there that's where rocks. the cockroach came know. from yeah. by the way <laughs> well he's like you girls want to get high and we're like uh no that's okay he gives us a coca-cola to to get back in our car we were driving 20 minutes and the cop pulls us over and he's like, what were you guys doing in that truck? Thank fuck you didn't get anything. That's what I thought. Cause old me would have gone, I'll take that. Yeah. And that, uh, that. Three of these and two of these. <laughs> what are the red ones? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And yeah. especially before cell phones, like if anything happened, you would have just been trapped in a van on the side Down of the road. By the river. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, girl. Wow. I think about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great story. Let me tell you, I could write a book about that. There's so much more. It's it's just we're just insanity, 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 insanity. But you know, I have survived so many things. Yeah, like one day we'll talk about things that we've survived. Yeah, tell you, it's it's been. uh, I tell Mike, man, I have a little angel. I'm so little. You got a monster angel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm very different now. Yeah. I was just hell on wheels. I nothing scared me. Everything was like, bring it. Invincible. Bring it. Let's go, motherfucker. Yeah. I you think- still got that good attitude, though, but in a safer way. But you still are like, you know, it's not me against the world, but it's like, it's me, you know? And yeah. I love that about you. Well, I think it's different now because back then it was all based on anger. Like yeah. I was fed by anger. So I was like, bring it. Yeah. You know, I can't do that. Fuck watch. Exactly. You know, now it's like, you can't do that. Yes, Fuck. I can. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need to prove anything to you. No. Yeah. Well, just before wait. it was like, prove, prove, prove. Exactly. Yeah. I get that. So, my God, oh my I God. Love I love that our stories are so contrast. So contrast. And yet there's no other way mine could have happened. I would have never been able to in so in many ways. And it's interesting too, because even though mine seemed so lovingly cushy along the way, I was still completely terrified. And I remember of course. like, and I still look back on it and I'm like, how the fuck did I do that? How did I like, who was that person to just pack stuff in a car and drive? Like not knowing anything, no reason why. Like it was, it's, there's still things that I look back on and I'm like, would I do it again if it was me now? And I'm not sure that I would. I think when you're in your 20s, you would. Yeah. I think there's there's something that I miss about being in my 20s, yeah. which is that limitless fear. Totally. And you're not faced with mortality. You don't even think about that. You know, you you are pretty much think you're super, like nothing's going to happen exactly. to you. So... Yeah, it's kind of crazy, but I love this. I love that we're getting to know more about each other. This is so fun. That was such a good story. Yeah, so 
All right. Yep. So I want to talk about something that happened last week. Okay. It's, I want to talk about pet peeves. Okay. Like, <laughs> God, there's so many pet peeves in the world. I have a laundry list yeah. of pet peeves. Yeah. But last week I went to a spa and there was a lady there oh, hacking no. her fucking brains out. Man. Like literally. And she's like, Opening a CVS, and I'm in a nice, like, I am at the Biltmore, like, at a really nice spa. Yeah. And she's, like, opening this CVS bag with pharmaceuticals, and she's like, I'm so sick. And she's on the phone, I'm so sick, I'm dying, I don't know, I called the doctor. And I'm like, okay, bitch, I'm about to get into all these treatment rooms, you know, because I just went for the day, I wanted to do all the treatments yeah. and stuff like that. She was hacking, so I went up to the manager, and I'm was like. Was she just in the... The room, the dressing room. Where was no, she? No, she was about to get a treatment. Okay. So and then she and then she was going to go in the steam room. Of course, that's going to yeah, like just gonna perpetuate gestate it. Yes. In there. Yeah. So she so go to the manager. I went up to the manager and I was like, "Excuse me, you know, like this lady's like hacking. She's got a fever. She needs to go." And she was like, "Oh no, well, we can't ask her to leave." And I'm like, "Why not?" I go, "She has a virus. She's spreading it." Then I find out that the lady that's going to give her the treatment has a low immune system, so she didn't want to even give her the treatment. Like there was like all this talk in the in the spa room, and I'm in the middle that's of it. Insane. Can you believe it? <laughs> you know? Oh my god! So I tweeted, I tweeted, um, good to uh, the Biltmore. I think yeah. it was the Biltmore. Was it the Biltmore? Or was it the Let's get this Australia? right. Yeah, I have to I have to look. I was like. This is ridiculous. And so they said, oh, yeah, um, we want your experience to be amazing. Who was the manager? And then I didn't get anything. But that's a pet peeve. If you're sick, stay home. I agree with that, especially, like, um, at work environments. Like, I work in a work environment that's a very small office. And there are uh, certain people that come. And they're coughing. And, like, it's a community refrigerator handle and it's a refu like community water handle uh, and like every time I'm like are you fucking kidding me and yes. like door handles and all of that stuff and I'm just like it's one day you're taking off like do not spread this stuff around it there is something crazy about that yeah or even like in the service industry yeah you know you get a massage this lady was like hacking she's all snotty and I'm like I don't want you touching me I mean I know that yeah. sounds kind of rude but it doesn't because also like that one woman could have passed it to the low immune system that then passes it to like 10 clients that she has in the next well, day. Well, that's the coronavirus hence right the now. the coronavirus starting at the Biltmore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Susie was the manager on duty. <laughs> Patient zero. <laughs> we found her. We found her. She went to CVS. Um, yeah, I think there is something. I, I totally agree with that. Oh, my that God. That is insane. Especially because you're going to pay a couple hundred bucks to then what – be sick Exposed for a couple to of days. Coronavirus. Yeah. <laughs> that is oh my crazy. God. Yeah. My pet peeves, I have um the uh there's one okay, wait. I have I wrote some down because so I do I feel like as I was thinking about them, I think my main um because I also feel like I know the, you're gonna have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're all sort of based around people being inconsiderate, I think. Okay. I think that's sort of the thing. So I think this falls under that too. Yeah. But my one kind of really big pet peeve is people on phones all the time or like, like especially 
like if I'm driving and someone's just like sitting next to me texting or something. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not your fucking Uber driver. Yeah. You know, it's like I should talk to me, talk to me. And like people, when you're out like getting a drink with a friend or going to dinner, people who have their phones out and they're like dinging all over the place or like talking or they're there. But like, even if it's just like, you know, and I get like, like when we're, on, I'm not, when we're on business meetings and that happens, we're on a business meeting. It's different, but people who can't detach from their phone yeah. and then even then it's like posting pictures and posting and it's like why don't we just stay in this like moment and have this moment versus needing to post about the moment or start another side moment you yeah know? like say hi to me first before you want to take a picture of us in the yeah, restaurant exactly it's it's it just so you can sort of show somebody where you are yeah. and what you're doing yeah but yeah I feel like phones have really like I love them and I think they're great but I literally have my phone on mute all day long I have no sound on because I just don't want to be tethered to it you know right. and I I find a lot of well that's a good habit to be in yeah but I think phones <clears throat> is sort of a big a big pet peeve of mine yeah 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 I, I you know you know me one of my pet peeves is people on a freaking speakerphone <laughs> <laughs> at the store behind me in line and they're like yeah so John told me that he was gonna go and I'm like I don't care it's crazy Get it off speakerphone, lady. Or my favorite, speakerphone. And then they're like this. <laughs> it's like people who FaceTime like yeah. that. It's like, it's what like, are you doing? Oh, my God. That well, is funny. Because it's like we don't need to hear everybody. Like, put an earbud in or get off the phone or speaker in your car. Oh, yeah. God. So what about, see if you can figure this one okay. out. Which one is like, Elizabeth is really thirsty right now. Like, Third, when you refer to yourself. In oh, the third, third person. person. Mm. Nikki feels that <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth might be a little tired this morning. <laughs> Elizabeth is. <laughs> do people do that a lot around you? Oh, hello. No, that not not a lot, but that's like I don't like what it just annoys that the shit hilarious. out of me. Did you ever see that Seinfeld episode, um, Jimmy? Jimmy don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> and Elaine's at the gym and she's thinking she's like checking out some guy at the oh corner. Oh, and yes. She thinks. And so the guy's like, hey, Jimmy likes you. And she's thinking he's talking about that guy over there. And it's, <laughs> ends up being just, so brilliant. Oh, Jimmy don't like that. I was like, oh, I hate that third person. Who does that? I hope nobody. I really hope nobody. You know, who used to do that is um, uh, my friend uh, Yvonne. She Yvonne still does that. She. She'd be like, Yvonne doesn't appreciate when people, and I'm like, girl, it's you. Girl, <laughs> girl, I'm like, right here. I feel like we should always just only use people's names. Like, instead of saying him or her, it's like, um, it should be like, um, so Elizabeth, does Elizabeth like to do? Like, we should just have a whole day where we take out all pronouns and we only use the name over and over again. And Elizabeth see people, likes this idea. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, including ourselves. I think that would be amazing. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh I um God. one of mine one of mine too is when people say they're dog people. Um like that fucking pisses me off so much especially because they're when they say it they're meaning they're not cat people. Right. And like I'm like it, people are just like oh I'm a I'm a dog person. I'm like we're all fucking dog people. Everybody <laughs> loves dogs. Like it's like I'm saying like oh I'm a clothes person. Yeah. I'm like you know I'm I'm a car person. I I like to drive. It's like that's fine but like to me it's it's saying it sort of at the exclusion of like I like cats. I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm a cat person. I am a cat person but I'm also a dog person. Like I'm an animal person. Right. So it just drives 
drives me nuts when people are like, I'm a dog person. And I'm like, get the fuck out of my face. Especially like, when you're a cat person. Especially when you are a cat person. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, because I have found that all cat people for, I mean, they love cats, but they also like dogs. Right. But I've heard, I've, I have found that dog people don't necessarily like, like cats. Cat. It's so, so true. And I love a man that loves a cat. Like if I'm on line on dating or anything like that and I see a guy that likes a cat or I'm like you like front of the line front of the line you had me at cat you had me at cat because there's something <laughs> like sensitive about it and to like understand the cat's like quirks there's such a special specific animal that to me it shows uh, your special kind of guy I think at least <laughs> I'm a I'm a Makes me person makes me purr. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I would love to bring another segment back if that's oh, possible. Yes. What um, is it? I would love to do another segment of Nick at Nine. <laughs> Nick at Nine. <laughs> I'm already getting hot. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, okay. I st I, so I, I have been still I love kind. that segment. Okay. Um, but yeah, we'll just speed through. Is this getting through. spicier? It's not, su it's okay. not super spicy. There's okay. only one little spicy okay. thing, I feel. Right. And you can spice it as you would like. Let's spice it. All okay. Right. So this. Wait, I'm like flashing. Mm. I'm sorry. See? I didn't even need <laughs> to do anything. Nick at nine. Nick at nine. With Elizabeth's left boob. <laughs> <laughs> Starring. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to be talking directly to you. Yeah. Um, Romy and Michelle. <laughs> All right, this one's for Romy. <laughs> are, are they really named that? <laughs> they are now. <laughs> that was good. I like it. Okay, so the theme to this one is okay. favorites. Ooh, hmm. okay. Okay. So, what is your absolute favorite thing to eat? <gasps> oh, let's see. Cuban food. All Cuban food. Pretty much. Like, really pastelitos. Okay, what's that? The, 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 my favorite, all-time favorite thing is croqueta, which is like this breaded, you know, yeah. um, delicious deep fried mm. deliciousness that mm. has like either chicken or cheese or they make all different types, mm. ham or whatever. But croqueta. That sounds amazing. It is the best. Uh, what do you like the to drink best. with your food, the, that food? A café con leche, which is coffee and, and milk. Mm. Yeah. Is it hot like or it, cold? It's hot oh. and it's like really strong. I love that. And so, yeah, it kind of marries each other they oh. go together mm. nice. little cuban wedding in your mouth <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what is your favorite thing to do on vacation uh nothing nothing i love to just sit either on the ocean uh, or by the pool and just call room service. Like if it were uh, up to me, I wouldn't even go see the sights. I like like to go eat. I know it sounds like I'm like the nightmare person to go on vacation with if you're like my cousin yeah. who can't sit. She's gotta be on tour at seven o'clock in the morning uh -huh. going to see the, I'm the total opposite. You know, she's like, well, you can be in a hotel anywhere. And I'm like, yeah, I know, but I'm here. Yeah, I still go and I obviously I go see, but I'm not, 
I'm not booking 7 a.m. tours Hell to go. no. You do that in your regular life. Yeah. yeah. I just want to sit by the pool and drink. And be taken lots care of. of. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I That's agree. my favorite thing. Agreed. Um, what is your go-to song, your favorite song that you either play or sing when you're angry? Uh, Crazy Bitch. Ooh. By Black Cherry. I love that. <laughs> do you sing it or you play it? I sing it really loud. And I don't even know why, because it's about sex. So the song, yeah. you know, but they're just like the, uh, the primal. Like, yeah. 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 I'm like, fuck. Good. Crazy bitch. Isn't that fun how songs do yeah. that? <laughs> so good. Okay. What is your favorite sexual position? Ooh. Oh, I have so many. <laughs> <laughs> or what's the thing that makes you feel sexiest? You could do either. I think my favorite, okay, so I love, like, a really cute, sexy outfit. Yeah. Like, I really love that. On like, mic? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love that. <laughs> Baby, will you wear my panties? Mm, <laughs> Kim, the so song your eyes. I'm, like, totally, like, oh, my God. I could not, no. I like, like, little, I like to, mm-hmm. I know this sounds, I like, like, little schoolgirl outfits. I love little, that. Like, Yeah. And do you then, do role play with it, or you just like to wear them? We're going to plead the fifth on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Romy, what do you think? Yeah. Romy says yes. <laughs> Romy likes the naughty teacher. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Romy wants to be spanked. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle wants to watch. <laughs> Michelle's an honor student. <laughs> Michelle's the teacher. <laughs> mm. Yeah, like your gym teacher back in Vegas. <gasps> oh, my God. Okay. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Little sexy outfits. Yeah. Those are good. What is the favorite way you like to splurge on yourself? I think a good massage yeah. is like... Uh, so I just love like rub me, rub me, rub me. Yeah. I love it. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my schoolgirl girl exactly. <laughs> <laughs> men masseuse need only apply. <laughs> it's weird. I don't like men masseuse. I don't either. Actually, Mm-mm. I don't. I don't. I don't like. I don't like. It's too rough. I just don't like to feel that vulnerable. Yeah. Sometimes I because I'm like I haven't had the touch of a man in a while and I'm not kidding it's true I'm like oh that's nice yeah but you know sometimes I'm a little higher up yeah (laughs) a little lower yeah (laughs) but (laughs) you know you get what you can I'm not doing that at a Korean spa though that's for sure (laughs) or the Biltmore apparently Um, what is your favorite thing to do when you're sad uh, I think just cry. Mm-hmm. I think I either cry or isolate. Yeah. I just, I just want to be alone. Yeah. Take care yeah. of yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lick my wounds. Lick them. Yeah. Yeah. What's your favorite day or memory? I think my favorite, <clears throat> I have two. And one of my favorite memories was my wedding. Yeah. It was so beautiful Mm. and even though it was at a you know beautiful kind of posh very could have been very stuffy I had 
Uh, we partied Ugh. our asses off. It was at. Um, I wish I could have been at that party. Oh my god, it was um, amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. at like one of the fancy hotels here in LA. Yeah, right? the one with the swans. Um, oh god, it's like I don't know why I can't remember. It's like Oprah's favorite hotel yeah. to stay at. Um, it's it it'll come to me. But yeah. I had swans, and I had like mm. it was. The most beautiful day, and then we were freaking partying our asses off, and like, I love that. My 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 one of my best friends came in from New York. He literally ripped his pants from the top <laughs> all the way to the bottom, dancing, and his underwear was hanging out. We have so many great pictures, and all of us, all we did was dance, party, and smoke weed at oh this really gosh. nice hotel. <laughs> That's amazing. What's yeah. the second day you said? You said two. The day Aiden was born. Yeah. Those are good ones. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, those were. I love it. Especial. Okay, do you have a favorite joke? Um, yeah, but I don't think I could say it. Okay. Well, <laughs> what's the favorite thing that always makes you laugh then? Um, s physical comedy. Okay. That's good. Physical comedy. Yeah. Uh, Will Ferrell. Yeah. Uh, Jim Carrey. Amazing. Um, any kind of people falling down. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Just physical comedy is my favorite. It makes me laugh. Brilliant. Yeah. It's so good. Okay, finally, last question from Nick at Nine <laughs> is, what is your favorite thing you do when no one is watching you? No one is around. <laughs> is this a trick question? I don't know. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. Like, what's my favorite when people aren't when, when you're left unsupervised, if you will. Um, watch stupid movies. Yeah, I just love I love movies. I kind of like to just lay in bed, mm. cover up, snuggle with snuggle, the dogs, have bad food I'm not supposed to eat, totally, and just watch like <sighs> con old comedies. I love it. Yeah. These were good, Yay! girl. Thank you. Thanks for playing. Thank you. I love it. Thank you, Romy. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, guys, this is it. We want to ask you to follow us on social media. It's Left Unsupervised Podcast, both on YouTube and Instagram. Facebook is also Left Unsupervised. Twitter is Left Unsuperpod. Boop, boop. And Nicola? Yeah. I'm just at Nicola underscore Graham. Yeah, so uh, thank you for watching and thank listening you. and see you next week. Woohoo! Bye! Thanks for listening to Left Unsupervised. Don't forget to stalk us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Left Unsupervised Podcast. We'll catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye.